Dak Prescott is back for the Cowboys. Can they get a win over the Lions? Or will Detroit have an upset victory here in Week 7? All that more in this crossover edition of the Locked On Cowboys and Locked On Lions podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked On. Crossover Thursday is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun and it's so easy to play. No competing with other players. It's just you versus the projections available. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. It can take less than 60 seconds to, to enter. It's that easy. We love prize picks, and we know that you will too. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. I am Marcus Mosier from Locked On Cowboys, and joining me today is Matt Derry from Locked On Lions. Got a, a fun matchup this week, Matt. How you doing? I'm good, Marcus. Uh, great to be on with you. And uh, for the Lockdown Lions listeners, uh, Marcus, or those that are maybe even watching, Marcus has a cool, I love the Deion Sanders in the background, mm. brother. That is, uh, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, I, I've been trying for forever to try to diversify my jerseys because I have a whole bunch in my like uh, living room, which I'm sure my wife uh, doesn't like. So if, if there's one Lions jersey that I need to get it, it, in frame, which is the one? I, is it Barry Sanders? Like, is that the easy one? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the number 20 is pretty legendary here with Barry and Billy Sims and Lem Barney. Uh, Calvin Johnson would not be a bad one. That, see, that's uh, the one for me because you know, growing up watching Calvin Johnson, the that was 81. A lot of fun. Yeah, he had some big games too down in Dallas, uh, back in the day. So that that's was probably uh, why that one won't be in the house, though. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Zach Martin on your wall, uh, the Lions drafted Eric Ebron instead mm-hmm. of Zach Martin, so you could throw that out there too. There you go. Uh, so we didn't make, mean to make Lions fans sad the first two <laughs> minutes of the podcast. But uh, all right, Matt, let's just dive right into this game. A lot of storylines for the Detroit Lions, you know, coming off of their bye week. What to you, what's the, the biggest thing going on with the Lions right now? Well, it's just going to be how they react to this and, and, and how they have two weeks to prepare. And I think a big storyline around here is some of these other coaches around the league that the Lions did not hire, whether it's Brian Dable, whether it's Robert Sala, whether it's Arthur Smith, uh, this year with Kevin O'Connell. These first and second year coaches are doing really well with their teams, and Dan Campbell is not. And I know it's a rebuild. Uh, Dan Campbell and general manager Brad Holmes uh, uh, took over for a regime in, in Quintricia, as we call them, Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia, that was an utter disaster. And so it's going to take some time. But pressure's on now a little bit for Dan Campbell because they're off to a one and four start again. Uh, he's four seventeen and one in two years. And like I said, Dable takes the bad Giants team; they're five and one. Sala takes the laughable Jets, and they're four and two. So you know, can the Lions get a road win for the first time in two years? Didn't win one last year. I've won one this year. Uh, Dallas coming off a pretty physical game, so Lions had two weeks to prepare. Let's see if Detroit can. Uh, can play a good football game and, and and maybe spring an upset. What's what's going on in Dallas with you guys? I mean, the, the obvious story is Dak Prescott, right? Like the the expectation is he's going to be cleared. He's going to start here in, in week seven. 
and it's how well does he play? Because the last time we saw him against Tampa Bay, he just didn't play well. Even before he had the broken thumb, I mean, they were getting their butts handed to them by Tampa Bay. Uh, before that, in the, the playoff game against the 49ers, didn't really play all that well. So it's been a while since we've seen Prescott play well. I'd have to imagine there's going to be a lot of rust, Matt. Uh, but if they can throw the ball down the field a little bit, if they can be a little bit better passing offense, who knows what the ceiling is with this team? It's just how quickly can this Cowboys team get up to speed with Dak Prescott under center? We shall see. Uh, I, I've got a question for you because this is big for the Lions. They've had a ton of injuries over the last couple of weeks. Um DeAndre Swift, I'm going to run through them really quickly because I think these are some really notable players. DeAndre Swift, do you expect him to play? I do. I, I think DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown are both going to come back for this game. I, I, I think that the extra week, uh, they gave Swift actually a, a, an extra week off, mm-hmm. um, I think will help them. I mean, those are two huge weapons for this team. Both Swift and St. Brown are clearly their best offensive players, and really the offense has not been a problem. Even when those guys were out, uh, the Lions put up, what, a 45-burger against the Seahawks. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Goff's played pretty well. The O-line is good. It just the issue has been the defense. But to your original point, yeah, Swift is really, really – he's special when he's healthy. The, the problem is, Marcus, he has not been yeah. healthy. Uh, and we should also ask about the secondary because if anybody watched the Lions Week 5 game, I don't think I've ever seen – a one single position just decimated with injuries like the Lions were in week five. How many defensive backs are the Lions expecting to get back here in week seven? That's a good question. I'm not as certain. I I mean, I think Jeff Okuda will be, will be, is fine and will be there. Um, You know, as far as, you know, they surprised us with Savion Smith, who was a cornerback during pre preseason then got cut signed back to the practice squad. And then before the Patriot game two weeks ago, like you said, all of a sudden he's your starting safety. That's former Dallas Cowboy, actually. Right. Like, wait, what? So he was concussed a couple of weeks ago. We'll have to check on him. Uh, Amani Oruari was a healthy scratch two weeks ago. He's a starting corner. So I think he'll be back, but it's not maybe more about injuries. It's about, they need to pick a group and go with it. And I'm not so sure they're, they're ready to do that just yet. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's been a little wild. I, I'm interested in seeing, I want to go back to Dak with you for a second. I'm interested yeah, in sure. seeing what they do offensively, because if they keep it simple with him and it's some design rollouts and some misdirection that is safe, those are plays that the Lions defense has not, uh, have not responded to well at all. The safe stuff is what killed him against yeah. New England against the third string quarterback and the Bailey Zappi. You know what I'm saying? I think the Cowboys are going to try to run the crap out of the ball in this game. You know, make Dak have some easy layup throws just to get him in rhythm. And then if you need him on third and nine to throw the ball across the middle to CeeDee Lamb, okay, take that. But, I mean, when you saw what Bailey Zappi did, you've seen what some of these other quarterbacks have done against the Lions, Why? there's really no need to try to be complex and complicated and make things harder right. than they need to be. I think you can just run the ball all over this team. Please correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, that's exactly right. And I think the Lions, you know, uh, the strength of their defense right now, I mean, I don't know what it is, uh, to be honest. Uh, Tracy Walker losing him to injury, their oh, starting safety uh, back in week one was devastating. He might have been their been, best defensive player. He's good. No, there's no doubt. I don't, uh, you know, I'm interested in seeing Aiden Hutchinson and, Charles Harris, if he's healthy back and if those guys can get to the, to the quarterback a little bit, um, 
But no, running through the teeth of that defense, the D line and the D tackles for the Lions really have not performed well. And they've been run on all mm-hmm. year. And wouldn't surprise me to see uh, Zeke and Tony do their thing. All right, man. We're going to do some of our favorite matchups in this game to watch. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Blue Nile. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find Julia Julia is as unique as her with modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile will then handcraft a perfect engagement ring with each ring being one of a kind. Make your moments sparkle with BlueNile.com and Locked On listeners can get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Again, promo code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and it arrives in discreet packaging. So it won't give away what's inside just in case girlfriend or wife is at home you know looking to see uh shop stress-free and find your forever peace go to bluenile.com today all right matt let's talk about the matchups that you are most excited to see uh go ahead why don't you go first well you know it's a, what what will be fun and let's let's do some backstory here would be micah parsons against panay sewell mm. the lions obviously two years ago took sewell over parsons there was some discussion in allen park about micah parsons but if you know anything about the lions and their ownership group obviously micah had some warts and sure. some issues off the field and some you know accusations of hazing in college and so you kind of heard oh my gosh the lions likely would stay away from that micah parsons is exact and i'm not speaking every team can say this because he's that good marcus you watch him every week mm-hmm. Micah Parsons is exactly what the Lions need. I mean, their defense needs someone with speed, someone that could do everything, and he's just such a monster. But I'll be interested in watching him line up on that left side, the Lions' right side, and go up against Panay Sewell, who's done a very good job at right tackle. But you got to think Parsons in the back of his mind is thinking, that team passed on me and took this guy. Now I'm going to run right around that guy a couple times. So I want to watch Sewell against Parsons. I think that's going to be a fun matchup to uh, to check out. Um, I'll give you but another just- one. I, Really quickly on that on that matchup. Um, yeah, please. Parsons is the better player. I don't think anybody's going to argue that. No, but it's still it's awfully hard to say that the Lions made the wrong pick when you're finding you know I think a future All Pro tackle right. The Cowboys, oh, for sure. for Cowboy sure. fans know this debate really well because they had the opportunity to draft JJ Watt in the 2011 draft. Instead, they took Tyron Smith, who ended up being an All Pro left tackle. While he's maybe not. The player J.J. Watt is right. having a cornerstone tackle is a pretty big advantage. So, again, I don't want Lions fans to feel like they, they completely whiffed on that pick because that's no, that's so no. far away from the truth. I think it's more about just watching it, you know, and, and seeing. Yes, uh, I agree. I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I I hope Micah Parsons isn't more motivated because he doesn't need any more. <laughs> well, <Marcus. laughs> it, it'll be interesting to see where they line him up because the Cowboys have been, especially Dan Quinn, They've moved him around depending on the matchups. There are some games where they like him playing on the edge or some games where they like him coming downhill. It really just depends on the quarterback. I got a feeling, Matt, that the Cowboys are going to want to get Parsons matched up against some of the interior offensive linemen here to try to create pressure in Jared Goff's face. But you will definitely see Sewell versus Parson 10, 12 times in this game. Oh, okay. No, I I, I... – I think what Quinn has done with Micah, how they move him around, I love it. And I'm with you about the interior up the middle rush because that's what bothers Goff more and causes Goff to throw a pick six mm-hmm. or two 
which we've seen going back to his days with the Rams. I'll give you one more. Sure. TJ Hawkinson against your linebackers. Yes. Um, I know there have been some issues in the past and, and uh, you know, even, even this past weekend with Philly, but uh, I think Hawkinson can get loose a few times. The question is, can the Lions and Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator, find, find that, uh, find that kind of uh, hole there in the defense? What do you think? That's a tough one because the Cowboys use a combination of linebackers and safeties, and they're basically interchangeable. You'll see packages in this game where there's just not a traditional linebacker on the field. J. Ron Curse, a safety, six foot four, is going to come in former, and play the former box. Former lion, uh, former lion, yeah, who's having <laughs> you know just a a, a renaissance with the Cowboys. Um, you'll see him lined up against Hawkinson. That's a tough one because the Cowboys really haven't played a tight end yet that is as dynamic as Hawkinson. So I will be keeping an eye on that one. Uh, another one for me. Yeah. I, I don't know how it's possible, but Amon Ross St. Brown is still one of the most underrated receivers in the league. No doubt, he puts no up doubt. ridiculous stats every single week, even when he's banged up. And I feel like, I mean, we people on Twitter talk about him. The fantasy football community talks about him, but like the big media, the national media, they don't. And I, I'm going to be really curious to see how the Cowboys try to cover him in this game uh, against the Rams a few weeks ago. They allowed Trevon Diggs to travel with Cooper cup with middling success. Cooper cup had a couple of really big plays in that game, but for the most part, the Cowboys shut down the Rams. I think that's a bad matchup for Diggs. I, I don't, I don't think it's wise for the Cowboys to put Diggs on St. Brown. And if that's the case, he should have a big advantage against Jordan hmm. Lewis, Anthony Brown, Deron Bland, a six round pick. I'm nervous about that one, Matt. That, that's the best way I could describe yeah. it. Yeah. No, I'll say this about Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator this year, and even going back to last year, the second half of the year, when Johnson had more of a say in the offense as the tight ends coach, and he and Dan Campbell were kind of co-running the offense as Anthony Lynn was broomed out. Uh, they found a way to get St. Brown the ball, whether it's slants, whether it's in the slot, mostly in the slot, crossing routes. They're pretty creative with how they get him involved. Sometimes in, uh, in motion, they'll hand him the football and he'll run it. Yep. Um, he has said that that ankle is not a hundred percent, but he's, but he's going to be out there and there's no way he's missing another game and he's had a week off, but, uh, we'll keep an eye on that one for sure. Just a heck of a player. And I I think even him being banged up, I I think one of the reasons, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, why he's such a good player is he's so incredibly tough and he's so good after the catch and his hands are so reliable that even if he's playing at 75, 80%, I expect him to have an impact in this game. Oh, I do too. And I, I like I said, I think the Lions are going to score some points. Dallas's defense has been really good, and obviously I'm not telling you and your listeners anything you don't already know, but um, they can kind of keep Lawrence and Mike at bay and give Goff some time, mix in the run a little bit, which has been pretty good. Even with Swift out, Jamal Williams has done a nice job, and he's been kind of a fantasy godsend mm-hmm. for people. Even when Smith, Swift is healthy, they get first and goal at the three, four, five-yard line. Williams is getting the ball. The run game is not, you know, the offensive line's good. Lions O-line has not been a problem, and they've got some depth there. Yep. The question is, you know, will they be able to stop anybody is, is the biggest question. So if you're a Cowboy fan in this game, that's what makes you the most nervous. Um, if the Lions want to drop back and throw the ball 35, 40 times uh, in this game, Dallas will win. This is the best third and five-plus defense in the league. Where the Lions can win this game, though, is if if they run the ball. We've seen the Cowboys get exposed there. Teams that just want to run the ball in first, second, and third downs can have some success. And we saw it last week against Philadelphia. 
the Eagles never got in third and five or longer because they just ran the ball all the time. And with that offensive line and those running backs, that's how Detroit can make this a 17-17 game going into the, the, the fourth quarter. Makes me a little nervous, Matt. <laughs> what makes, I think, Lions fans nervous is the same thing, Mark, as it makes you nervous. It's going to be close. And then at the end, like the flag will get picked up, like in 2014, you know, like, oh, no, <laughs> it's not, you know, uh, gosh, I was hoping what? we were going to have to talk about that, but that's fine. Who's my guy? Who is the referee? Oh, gosh, Pete. Uh, I, I know the players. It was Brandon Pettigrew and Anthony Hitchens, right? Oh, yeah. But the uh, Pete Morelli. Pete Morelli. Somehow the ghost of Pete Morelli might be there again this weekend, but the Lions had that game, had that game one. But same thing that scares you might scare some of their fans if it is close. And I look, I think what Lion fans just want to see, Marcus, is just just be in the game, be, be there. The game. Like give yourself a come, chance. Yeah, come out and play well. I mean, the Seattle game was brutal, giving up 48 points to Geno Smith. Not that he's been bad, he's been good, but Come on now, that Seattle team shouldn't be putting a 50-burger on you. And then the week later, they made Bailey Zappi look like Tom Brady and got shut out. So you've had two weeks off. Let's go. Let's go into Dallas and make it competitive and try to steal it. All right, let's uh, let's make some predictions uh, in regards to this game. But before we do that, I'm going to tell you about Simply Safe. All right, here's a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars, your home is like the end zone, and you need the absolute strongest defense you can muster that's why we use Simply Safe Home Security. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They have cutting edge technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back so that you know your home is safe. Uh, they have, again, 24 7 professional monitoring agents uh, that will call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. They have HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fire, floods, and other threats to your home. It's absolutely fantastic. I, I, I can't imagine my house without Simply Safe right now. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. There is no safe like Simply Safe. All right, Matt, let's hear what is your prediction for this game? Well, I mean, the Cowboys are seven, seven and a half point favorites. And uh, I think there are some Lion fans that will tell you they're surprised the number is that low. Mm. Uh, we just did the uh, power rankings the other day. And here's Dallas, a top six team in the league at four and two. And, uh, you know, stood toe to toe with Philly last weekend. And yet here are the Lions at 31 <laughs> out of 32 teams. Uh, I think the Lions are going to play well. I do. I think they're going to be be there. Um uh, 26-23, Dallas. I, I think the Lions cover, if we're going to have that discussion, I think the Lions will play better. I just, I still think there's not enough playmakers on that defense. You mentioned C.D. Lamb earlier um, and, and the Dak return and some of that misdirection stuff that you were running with Cooper Rush and the tight ends. Uh, I'm a big Hendershot fan from Indiana. If mm-hmm. they give him more touches, um, I think that could come back to bite the defense having to, kind of defend that that maneuver. So that's where I'm going, Marcus. What about you? I think there's a chance this game is really sloppy to start. Um, I think Dallas's defense is pretty ticked off with the way they played against the Eagles. 
Um, and they've historically played pretty well against Jared Goff. Um, they, they, in fact, they just played well against any kind of stationary quarterback this year, right? When they can kind of pin their ears back, they know where the quarterback's going to be. That's when the pass rush can be really good. I do wonder, Matt, if there's going to be a little bit of a, I don't want to say letdown because that's the wrong word, but when you play with a backup quarterback, sometimes the rest of the team has to play so far above your heads to win. And now with that coming back, you wonder if everybody kind of takes a sigh of relief and goes back to, I don't know, average level play. And I think Dak is going to struggle a little bit out of the gate. I think it's going to take him a couple quarters to get used to playing and not worrying about hitting his hand. So I think this is going to be like a maybe 2020 game going into the final five minutes. And hey, it's Jared Goff at midfield. Can he get them in range to a field goal? I'll... I'll sheepishly pick Dallas to win like 23 to 20, but I, I don't see this game being a blowout. I I think yeah. that's, I think that seven point total is actually a little high to be honest. Are the fans there where they're, you know, and obviously you interact with them on, on social media and stuff, but, and on YouTube, but do they want, do they want rush to stay? I mean, I know that this past week kind of made it easy for, for McCarthy to go back to Dak. Um, but. Where was that at? Like a couple weeks ago? Uh, no, I, I I think Cowboy fans have always been they've always wanted Dak back, but with them winning games, I think they were willing to be a little bit more patient. If the Cowboys were two and four, there would be no question about it. Oh yeah, I think with Dak now having the full six weeks, practicing last week, he should have a full week of practice. I think I think everybody's in agreement. It's it's time to go in. I think with the Cowboys playing well enough against the Eagles to keep them competitive, but the quarterback holding them back, I think a lot of Cowboy fans are like, why can't we string together six, seven straight wins and yeah. challenge Philadelphia for that division title? Um, I, I think I think people are ready for Dak to be back. Well, Cooper Rush uh, has some fans up here, the pride of uh, Central Michigan. And uh, I don't know if anybody's ever mistaken you for Cooper Rush, but uh... – <laughs> Oh, you look no. a little like him. Oh no! Oh, that's that, that's all that you need to tell the Lockdown Cowboys. <laughs> uh, Matt, this has been a lot of fun. I can't uh, I can't wait for Sunday. It should be a, a great game. No doubt, Mark. It's great to uh, talk to you, my friend. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys and Lockdown Lions your first listen every single day. Now make your second listen to Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All the same places that you would listen to Locked on Cowboys and Locked on Lions. Please go check us out on YouTube. Uh, both of our shows put up uh, put up shows every single day. Go follow Matt on Twitter at Dairy Speaks. Uh, you can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we'll see you guys next time.